It's Saturday. <laughs> it's Saturday, the 7th of November, and I'm well into my second bottle of Prosecco shared with my husband. Um, because, of course, as we all now know, um, Joe Biden, Joseph Robinette Biden, was declared the 46th president of the United States tonight um, after the votes came through in significant numbers in Pennsylvania, making it clear that he would un indisputably become the president-elect of the United States, making Kamala Harris the first Black, uh, first Asian, and first woman, <laughs> depending on whatever combination you want to say, the first Black, the first Asian, and the first uh, um, uh, woman to become vice president of the United States. Um, it's been such a journey, hasn't it? It's been two years I've been talking you through this journey that I've been taking on this podcast since the very early days of the primary. And I wanted to open up a conversation about the choices that the Democratic Party needed to make, about policy, about decisions about priorities, about decisions about how we were going to appeal to the voters in our own coalition and outside our coalition, um, choices about the future of the country, the future of the world, choices about climate change, choices about immigration, choices about trying to create more and broader economic prosperity for the American middle class. And the bottom line is that the answer to all of those questions is that we have a chance. We have a chance. There's a lot of work still to do, but my goodness, we have opened up an opportunity for us to start being a country that solves problems again. And that's that's the dream. That was the hope that I had for this election. I don't expect any president or any election to solve all of the problems that America has. And I, I hope that we all remember that democracy remains a process and we have to stay involved with it. We have to stay in touch with it. Not necessarily every single day, like Trump made us feel, but constantly, consistently, we have to just stay awake, stay alive, stay, stay in the race, stay in the game because, um, you know, the, the, the world that we live in matters and the people who lead it matter and the people who they lead matter. And Donald Trump didn't believe that the people that he was leading mattered and didn't believe that the people who didn't vote for him mattered. And as a result, the country is in a bad place. Um, so we have a chance. We have a chance now to get back to a healthier, happier more optimistic place, a future full of um, some hope and optimism and, you know, a democracy that continues to function, um, which honestly was not, not a given. So, you know, we still have huge problems. There are still so many things we have to solve, but we have the chance to solve them. And that means the world to me. We didn't get everything we wanted in this election. We didn't, it doesn't look like we've taken the Senate. Maybe we have a chance in these Georgia special elections, but I think it's going to be hard. We lost some seats in the House. We didn't manage to take back the, um, take back some of the state houses that we were hoping to, which would have prevented gerrymandering. Um, but let's wait and see what the final results wind up being in a lot of these places. Um, it was not the kind of universal sweeping win that we were hoping for because Donald Trump has a lot of support in this country. But it was a clear and convincing win. And in the end, it was not really all that close. Um, Joe Biden will win 306 electoral votes. Um, that is a convincing win. Um, it is very difficult to see any path by which Donald Trump could query enough 
votes in enough states to add up to 270. So he's going to keep, he's going to keep doing his thing. He's going to do that. The parents in the peanuts cartoon. And sure, there will be things that will work their way through the courts and it is right and proper that they do so. He has every right to make whatever challenges he wants. He has every right to call for a recount, but we shouldn't lose track of the fact that he has been losing most of these court cases so far, or if he wins them, the the argument is about whether his observers need to stand 30 feet away or 10 feet away. It's it's not going to make the difference. We can all feel proud of what we've accomplished. And so to all of you, I want to say, I don't know who all my listeners are, but I know a lot of you are doing all kinds of work out there. I know that a lot of you picked up the phone and made phone calls. I know that a lot of you gave money. I know that a lot of you kept the faith, marched on the street, made your own signs, talked to your friends and family. I know that all of you suffered through a very, very trying year in American life and global life um, where we were Zooming with our loved ones because we couldn't see them face to face. I know that a lot of us lost loved ones. And I just want to say thank you so much for what you did. It, it it mattered. It made a difference. I told my daughter tonight, she was she was say, wanting to turn off the news so we could go on and watch some watch a movie. And I was like, look, sweetie, this is history. This is what you're this is what you study in school. So yes, I know you're seven and it's boring and you want to go on and watch Harry Potter or whatever, but remember this when you're older, what you saw happen tonight was history happening and you'll study this in your school books and you watched it happening and you should be, you should be very proud. I'm very proud of the work that you all did. And that's it. I just wanted to come on and say that um, because I've shared so much of my journey with you, whoever you are, my listeners out there. So much of my journey over the past two years has been about being a voice in your ear. And I, I wanted to share my thoughts with you tonight. I'm a little tearful. I'm a little happy. <laughs> Tears of joy are something uh, I haven't felt for a while. So I'm, I'm going to hold on to that feeling. I hope you do too. Lots of love. Talk to you soon.